Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a good day. Today we're going to talk about a subject related to angels. We're going to save the biblical deep dive into angels for tomorrow's episode, but I want to first look at a specific question about angels because it is one that, for better or for worse, is just part of our culture and our thinking, and it sort of comes up from time to time, and that is this idea of guardian angels. And so I want to ask the question on today's episode, are guardian angels biblical? Is that an idea that we actually find in Scripture, or is it something that we should be wary of, or is the truth maybe somewhere in the middle? So I want to first answer the question by kind of taking a step back and asking this idea of angels being present or kind of being watchful over people. Is there anything about that idea that we can affirm biblically? anything at all, or is it completely just not found in scripture? And and it actually is. There are ideas about the idea that, that angels guard or are present or are watchful in scripture, but not necessarily in the way that we might think. So first, I want to just kind of establish this idea that the, the heavenly hosts, as we've seen, they have different roles and responsibilities and all the different spiritual beings that are out there are at God's disposal. And so if God chose to use any one of his creatures in any way, that's completely his prerogative. And we see that God can assign angels basically however he chooses in passages like Psalm 91.11, which by the way, uh, Psalm 91.11 is also the verse that is quoted by the devil when he is tempting Jesus, this idea that God can command his angels to do basically whatever, and uh, as, as if that is license for Jesus to to test God. And of course, Jesus doesn't fall for it, but we see in there this implication that God can send his angels to do basically whatever he, he decides that he wants them to do. And so how does God choose to use his angels? Well, we do see that nations, entire nations of people have assigned spiritual beings. And we see this in Daniel 10:13, and we see this once again if we look at Deuteronomy 32 verses 8 and 9 that there are not necessarily angels, but there are spiritual beings who are on God's side who are assigned to nations. And in Daniel 10, contextually there's also spiritual beings who don't belong to God and are not aligned with him who have authority over nations. But as far as Israel, God's people goes, uh, that would be Michael. Michael is the prince of Israel. That's the language that gets used to describe him in Daniel. And of course, in Deuteronomy 32, these sons of God, there are some of them at least who have been assigned over the Gentile nations. And God took direct authority, uh, a theocracy, if you will, over Israel. Now, we also see in the New Testament, specifically Revelation, that not only do nations have assigned spiritual beings, 
churches, individual churches, have assigned spiritual beings. And we see this in the famous passage in Revelation 2 and 3, these letters to the seven churches. So in Revelation 2, 1, 2, 8, 2, 12, 2, 18, and then in 3, 1, 3, 7, and 3, 14, the passage is very formulaic. It begins with, to the angel at the church of wherever, right. And so this idea is right there in scripture that your church has a spiritual being assigned to it. Now that could be for various occasions. It may not necessarily be a permanent thing. I don't know really how much we can draw uh, and be super sure about from scripture, but at the very least we can say that in scripture there's certainly precedent that angelic beings or spiritual beings have some role to play in what goes on in our churches and in bringing or facilitating messages from the Lord to us. And then one other thing I want to affirm biblically is that perhaps, and this is a little bit of a stretch maybe because it we only have one verse to support it, and it's honestly pretty dangerous to go forming entire doctrines off of one verse. Don't do it. I just want to make the observation uh, for the sake of completeness that perhaps children do also have assigned spiritual beings. And we see that because in Matthew 18.10, Jesus says that, speaking of these little children, that, quote, their angels are always before God in heaven. And that idea of their angels is uh, puzzling. And it just kind of begs the question, does that mean that children have special assigned uh, angels by God, and what would that mean, and and how long would they have them, and so many other questions that we frankly just can't answer. But it's a it's interesting at the very least. Now I will say that that leads right into or stems from this Jewish tradition that we don't find in Scripture, but was certainly part of Jewish thinking at in Jesus's day, that each person or at least each Jew did have an assigned guardian angel. And so culturally, historically, there was this notion uh, among the Jewish people that everyone did in fact have a guardian angel. But we don't find that explicitly taught in scripture. As I said, we have nations, we have churches, maybe children, if we want to uh, take that verse with a grain of salt, but it's, it's there. And so we should acknowledge it. Overall, though, I think what we can affirm when we look at angels and how they tend to appear in Scripture, and I'm thinking of delivering messages and performing the function of an angel, which is what we're going to talk about in tomorrow's episode, angels seem to be occasional in their function, in their, in their purpose and nature, rather than being something that is always permanently assigned. Overall, angels do several things. They deliver messages, like what we see in the earliest part of the gospel accounts. They perform tasks. They enact God's decrees and, and his will. They are, for lack of a better term, the bureaucratic wing of the kingdom of God. They are the, they're the staff that gets stuff done. And they're not necessarily part of the family, if you will, but they are, uh, they're, they're the help. And so they do whatever they need to do and whatever God assigns them 
to do. So tomorrow, as I said, we're going to dive more into angels and we're going to talk about what we can affirm about them as spiritual beings uh, biblically. So I hope you'll join me then and I can't wait to see you on the next episode of Fruit Snacks.